Greetings, oddballs. I'm Quest. And I'm Shay. And welcome to Tis Odd Podcast. tell you the story about what happened on the way over here today (laughs) i'm so excited spill it just so everybody knows we're recording on our parents back porch so if you hear birds and a cat a cat yeah the the, wind that's why anyway so we were we were about to leave the house Mm -hmm. and ricky was hungry and i was like well mom's cooking so just don't eat anything too filling he's like okay so he got a hot pocket and he puts it in the microwave heats it up and we get in the truck and we're going down the road and I always put my arm on the armrest between us and then hold his hand. Yeah. And <laughs> I grab his hand. We're just going down the road. I'm just singing along to songs and stuff. And I'm like, my elbow's hot. <laughs> I'm like, why is it so warm? I don't understand. And it took me a full minute to even look. I was like, it's probably nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably nothing. <laughs> I lift my arm up and <laughs> cheese and sauce just strings up. <laughs> I'm like, oh no. And <laughs> Ricky goes, oh babe. <laughs> like, sorry. <laughs> Hot pocket. That sucks. <laughs> I laughed so hard for like a full five minutes. That's great. We were just laughing. Oh, he's like, I guess it's still edible, and I'm like, well, yeah. He's got like, a little elbow grease. I was on like, it. <laughs> <laughs> I told him, I said it's just a little pancakey, you know. <laughs> uh, he ate it though. I would have eaten <laughs> so. it. No shame in that. I definitely would have eaten it. I love a freaking hot pocket. I don't care what's what kind of mystery meat they put in it. I love that stuff. <laughs> exactly. They're so good. So oh. what are we talking about today? I'm so excited to find out what case you're doing. Um, I'm going to be covering the Pappin sisters. The Papin. Pepin. So, it's French. As long as it's not Pap, uh, Pap Smear sisters. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <Ew. laughs> it's Pappin sisters. I think it's Papin. Papin? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to call them Pappin because... Pappin? I'm from West Virginia. <laughs> how we say that's, things. That's what uh, goes on whenever dad is being a grandpa. He's just papping. <laughs> He's just out here papping around. Stop. <laughs> drinking his coffee black. Uh, so this does take place in France in the 1930s. Mm-hmm. Just to give a well-rounded setting here. Okay. okay. <laughs> so in February of 1933, a retired lawyer by the name of Monsieur Lanceline. <laughs> One more time. Monsieur Lanceline. 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 Um, now, when I'm in my accent, I would say Monsieur Lancelin. Okay. <laughs> Lancelin. <laughs> Lancelin. That sounds like an ointment. <laughs> Rene Lancelin. But of course, in French or whatever. They're. Monsieur. Rene. <laughs> anyway, um, he was supposed to meet his wife and daughter for dinner at his brother-in-law's house, mm-hmm. okay? And uh, he went 
to he got to his brother-in-law's house and they weren't there like his well his brother-in-law was there but his wife and his daughter went he was worried like immediately oh um and you'll understand why later but him and his brother-in-law and along with several policemen came to the home to investigate they started beating on the doors nobody all the doors were locked all the windows were locked and but they ended up getting in like the I think a cop like forced open a window or something like that. And but they ended up getting in. Wait. Ports so ports open a window. Forced open. Oh my gosh, I totally thought Ford you just said soap in a window. I really thought Hey, like, maybe he did. <laughs> and I was watching your mouth move too. And I totally thought you said he I poured think, soap in a, in a window. It's probably just my accent i guess i don't know. we're from the same place i know but like <laughs> i still i have a different accent than you sometimes yeah you do it's really weird it's like we're different people or it's something. Like, <laughs> we're not the same entity i don't understand i'm confused uh, <laughs> so yeah he forced open a window um to the parlor once he got inside the men discovered that the electricity weren't, wasn't working and then the 30s that was pretty pretty newish Okay. You know, I'm pretty sure. Like, I don't even know. Like, you know what I'm Time. saying? Like, it's so hard for well, me you to remember. Think. You got to think back, back then. then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the only light in the house was a candle coming from the attic. Hmm. So they started making their way through the house looking for the wife and the daughter, Ooh. shouting their names, with only flashlights illuminating their way. The men crept upstairs to find a scene out of a horror movie. Dun, dun, dun. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So let's get into who the Pappen sisters are. Oh, okay. Right. So Christine and Leah had grown up in the villages south of Le Mans, France. They had an elder sister named Amelia, mm -hmm. and she became a nun. She, nobody really knows anything else about her other than she became a nun. Like if you look up history on her, you type it in Google, it just says none. None. <laughs> But I hear she's pretty black and white. Very funny. It <laughs> <laughs> was such like an easy shot. I hate myself. <laughs> they both spent time in institutions growing up because they were affected by their parents' divorce. Now, articles say they had mental breakdowns. Okay. But here's my thing. In the 30s, a mental breakdown could have just been depression. Yeah. Anxiety, like simple depression, even. Yeah. But, you know, who knows? I wasn't there. We weren't there. Who knows? But any, any, like they could have literally just stopped wearing their corsets and <laughs> suddenly everyone's like, oh my Lord, it's female hysteria. Yeah. But as they grew older, they worked as maids in various Lamont's homes. Uh, but they always preferred to work together, obviously. Like if, if me and you were maids together, obviously. We would be like, well, I'm going to work with her. Like, that'd be yeah. kind of silly to not. So I get it. From around the 19, around 1926, they worked as live-in maids in the home of the Lancelins in Le Mans. The family was also made up of his wife and his adult daughter, who was still living with her parents. And they had another daughter, but she was married and, and had her own life separate. The two maids were extremely quiet retiring young women and they kept to themselves and appeared to have no interest except for each other hmm. um now i'm gonna describe for you the scene that the police walked up walked in on and 
I just want everybody to be aware that I'm going to be seeing some pretty nasty details. Let's go. So just be prepared, okay? <laughs> um, the two women had been beaten to a pulp. Like, their faces were completely unrecognizable. Um, their fingernails had been unbedded. Ripped out? Ripped out, basically. Ugh. They called it unbedded. Um, so that was uh, uprooted is another word for it that they used. Ugh. Um, ugh, that just gives me the shivers. That's nasty. But most disturbing of all, both of their eyes had been gouged out, like completely like scooped right out. The girl, the daughter's was laying on the floor, uh-huh. and then the mother's was like stuck in her scarf around her neck. Ew. Yeah. When the Oof. police... When the police slowly approached the attic where the light was coming from, mm-hmm. they discovered the two maids, Christine and Leah Pappen. They were wearing nothing but kimonos in one bed, clutching each other, like holding on to each other. And yeah, the so two sad. women immediately confessed. Like, they weren't beating around the bush. They're like, yeah, we did it. Um, and they had taken their clothes off to because the blood had stained all of their clothes mm-hmm. so they'd taken them off and put on the kimonos or whatever and they washed their hands and their faces when asked about why they did this christine answered and said and claimed that while she was ironing some clothes or whatever uh the fuse is blue in the house and this was like the second time that week that it happened mm-hmm. and whenever miss lancelin came home uh, I think, what was her name? Leona, I think is what her name was. Yeah. Leona Lancelin. She came home and Christine told her about it and they got into a heated discussion about it. Like, this, Madam Lancelin is what they called her. Yeah. Was really upset. Like, uh, they basically said that she was in a rage. About, about the fuses it. being blown? Yeah. Wow. And um, so, yeah, after they, they were getting that, um, they were in that heated argument. Christine grabbed a pewter jug mm-hmm. and smashed it over Leona's head. Ah! Yeah. And then Genevieve, the daughter, came running in to help her mom. Uh-huh. And, Christ- and started attacking Christine back. Okay. And then Christina, like, shouted up to her sister, Leah, to come help. And she said, I'm going to massacre them all. And so Leah rushed down from the attic and started attacking the mother. And Christine was, like, egging her on, like, smash her head into the ground and tear her eyes out. Like, oh, my gosh. Telling her exactly what to do. And she, Leah, like, just went along with it and just started doing it. And then Christine started to tear Genevieve's eyes out, too. So, at this point, they both have their eyes missing. They're alive. They both have their eyes missing, and they're completely helpless. Oh, my gosh. Like, just crawling around on the ground imagine feeling that cord that connects your brain to your eyeball Mm-mm. sliding out of the eye socket Mm-mm. ew no Ouch. i don't like that Mm-mm. so the next thing the sisters did though was mm-hmm. they gathered a hammer a knife and the pewter pot that they used and they just started smashing and stabbing and beating the both of them to death until they were completely still. Oh, god! And they were just laying there. This next part's really icky. So if you're like, if you're squeamish, I would suggest not listening to this part. Just skip ahead like a minute. So A the minute? Mi- the thi- well, maybe like 30 seconds. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it 
two skips on the Spotify skip button. <laughs> they started, they lifted up the women's skirts mm-hmm. and they started mutilating their genitals. They even like took daughter's menstrual blood and put it all over the mother. Like the nastiest thing you could think of, like the most gruesome personal attack you could think of mm. to humiliate. That's the thing. It's like it, they're definitely yeah. like humiliating them. And you'll kind of under, not understand. You know, nobody can really understand why somebody would do this. I don't but want to, yeah. you can kind of get a little bit of an insight as to what led to this. Okay. And I'll get to that here in a minute. Uh, but after they were done, they cleaned themselves up. They locked every door in the house and they lit one candle and they waited in the room for the cops to show up. So what was it like working for the Lancelin family? That's that, what I want to know. Yeah. Because, like, obviously, you immediately get a sense of how Madame Lancelin was when she heard about the fuses being blown. Reports had come in that neither of the women had ever, was ever allowed to speak to Rene Lancelin. They were not allowed to say a word to him. That's <laughs> that's like the modern version of a couple with the same Facebook page. Oh Something happened. Exactly. Something. Or, or, there, or he just, like, is so proper that he doesn't want to speak to the help. I don't want this help, the self. I don't want the, the help to speak to me. <laughs> I don't know why I'm giving them English accents when they're very and you clearly know what's French. what's funny, though, is like I've had experience cleaning for uh, wealthy people mm-hmm. and actually just started cleaning from people again. Yeah. And I've had people who didn't want to speak to anybody. They just wanted to come home mm-hmm. and do their thing. Like, I don't I don't really think that there's necessarily anything wrong with that uh, if you're like just having a bad day and you're like because i've been to places to like get my nails done and been like is it cool if i just like put my headphones in i just don't feel like talking and being awkward is that cool you don't need to just i don't think that's how it was though with the lancelot probably not i'm it's, probably giving them way definitely more definitely not the feeling i get yeah, i'm probably it. giving them just like way too much credit <laughs> i don't think they were just having a bad day yeah definitely not <laughs> but i mean and this they worked for them for seven years and they never spoke wow. to that man. Yeah. Even like the the maids, the sister maids, mm-hmm. were given orders not to even speak to the wife. The only time that Madame Lancelin ever spoke to the sisters mm-hmm. was through writing like lists of things to do or whenever this whole thing happened, like with the fuses being blown. Right. Okay. Um, and like it was known that Leona was very perfection like she she demanded perfection mm-hmm. in her home and she would routinely perform the white glove tests on like everything Ugh. and i'm t- as someone that cleans houses for people in like modern day if someone were to come behind me with a white glove i'd be like seriously seriously like i don't know i would just i would get really offended by it i would probably be pretty violent <laughs> <laughs> not quite You're enough pot violent not- <laughs> That's a new thing now. It's about it's to like, get... I'm about to be pewter pot violent like, right now. Y'all don't even know. I'm about to scoop out some eyeballs. Ew. I'm so mad. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean... But, I mean, I don't know. That's definitely the vibe I get is, like, very demanding and, like, strict. Not to be devil's advocate, but I'm going to be devil's advocate. I kind of feel like this is a pretty common thing, though, for the 30s. Yeah. In France. It is. I kind of think there's a hierarchy. The Pappen sisters weren't anything special. Yeah. It was just the way things were back then. So it kind of sounds like it's like, yeah. okay, that's how it is. Well. Anyway, keep going. Sorry. It's very interesting that you say that because I'll, I'll show you why in a second. Okay. So after the case was, after the murders and everything had been done. Yeah. The trial was interesting. So this case attracted the interest of intellectuals all over the world 
trying to examine this and trying to manifest what caused this. And like basically what they come up with is it's because of the class struggle, like the lower class struggle. And eat the rich. (laughs) Exactly. And they believe the girls rebelled against their mean-spirited masters, is what they said. Mm-hmm. And and it was reflected because of the poor conditions that they were serving in. And but here's and it's funny because a lot of people who were, you know, were asked about how the, the Lancelins were with other people and how they seemed to treat the maids, mm-hmm. everybody said that, that it was like a dream job to work for them. Oh. So I'm not sure. And I've heard very various sources say different things, but So there's some that say it was hell on earth yes. and other ones are like, oh, they had it made. Oh yeah, definitely. So <laughs> it would depend on <laughs> made. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I guess it would just depend on who you talk to. But mm, okay. So the defense for the sisters argued that they were temporarily insane during the time of the murder, of course. That's like your go-to. Uh, defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, they cited a cousin who died in an insane asylum, uh, a grandfather prone to violent attacks in a bad temper. That's just an old man, though. And then there was an uncle who had committed suicide. Um, so that was like... I mean, that sounds like a pretty decent, solid... Decent, solid? <laughs> it sounds like a pretty solid family history yeah. that would represent... Uh, oh, yeah, there's of, definitely something up. Some, I mean, and the fact that they were both... They both spent time in institutions when they were young. Yeah institutions back then were probably hell on earth like i don't care where you are like they're not going to be very helpful (laughs) so the court though eventually decided that the sisters were sane Mm -hmm. and therefore guilty so christine the main the older one who was like the main instigator she was uh 21 at the time oh so this is me yeah so this would be you okay um she was sentenced to to be put to death by guillotine in the public square in Le Mans on <sighs> September 30th, 1933. And so that would be the murders take place in February, so September of that same year. Okay. She was supposed to be executed. Uh, Leah Pappen was considered an accomplice and given a lighter sentence of 10 years of hard labor. So, 10 years? Yeah. <laughs> That's all? Well, hard labor, too. In France. In France in 30s. So I'm not sure what that entails exactly, but it can't be fun. For some reason, the first thing, I'm an idiot. The first thing that popped into my mind just now is that scene from Happy Gilmore whenever Ben Stiller's character in the old folks home is like, I have good news. We're extending arts and crafts time by four hours. <laughs> my fingers hurt. So that's ex- <laughs> that's a scene that popped in my head. Hard labor. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's probably not even close to accurate, but. I would imagine it was probably like I don't know, like breaking up rocks and and like building roads. <laughs> I was gonna say laying down railroad, <laughs> but here's something interesting happened though. Ooh. Before Christine could be executed, mm-hmm. she was in the waiting cell or waiting in the holding cell, I should say, and she became quote unhinged. <laughs> And tried to claw her own eyes out. So they had to put her in a straitjacket. And then they commuted her life, her sentence to life imprisonment. So she wasn't executed. I don't know if they're like, oh, well, she is. It turns out she is insane. She's so kind of crazy. Let's just keep her alive and put her in a straitjacket the I'd rest of like, her life. Put me out of my freaking misery, brother. Yeah. Well, that's pretty much what she wanted. She didn't really care. Which I'm like, 
why didn't you just like wait for the guillotine? But if she is crazy, it sounds like she is crazy. Yeah, because like who would claw their own eyes out? That's insane. I mean, uh, ow. Anyway, ow indeed. I get an eyelash in my eye, <laughs> and my day's ruined. Oh, forget it. Like I've scratched my eye before, and I literally am like dying. I'm I've- like, this is the worst day of my life. <laughs> Our poor men have to deal with us. We're so freaking dramatic. Oh, my God. Oh, if I get something in my eye, I literally, the first thing I say, got something in my freaking eye. (laughs) (laughs) So mad. I go, ow, ow, ow. (laughs) My eye. (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) Peter Pot mad. (laughs) Oh, gosh. But good thing is, Christine didn't have to stay in a straitjacket very long because. She started to starve herself. I thought you were going to say she cut her own arms off. <laughs> <laughs> that would be impressive. <laughs> yeah, um, she started starving herself, and then she ended up dying in 1937 as a result. So that's about four years after. Okay. So, yeah, to give you a timeline. So Miss Leah mm-hmm. Pappen, she was 15 at the time of the murder. You know, I, that didn't really hit me until just now, 15 yeah, so that's why that makes sense. That Christine she just got 10 was years. twenty-one, so yeah, okay, I that's gotcha. insane to me. Yeah, um, Leah was released after eight years. She was released due to good behavior. Mm-hmm. She was released in nineteen forty-one. I don't know how many times I'm going to say released, but released, released. Um, <laughs> she then went to reside with her mother and lived a long and quiet life under a different name. Well, isn't that nice? She died in 2001. Well, that's not that long ago. At the age of 90. Holy cow. <laughs> that was a long time ago. No, it wasn't. That was like 20. 22 years ago. That's not that long ago. All right. I was well, born in 93. You know, I don't need this. I was born in 96, so like, I'm not that far behind you. Then you need to quit thinking you're old. <laughs> <laughs> I am. End of discussion. I'm a grandmother. I'm a grandmother. <laughs> oh. So, yeah, guys, that, that's the story of the Pappin sisters. Papine. Wow. It probably is Papine. I'm pretty sure it is. Um, but I just don't care. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care what the French think of it. So, <laughs> so it comes down to a French thing, does it? <laughs> it comes down to a French thing if the French get offended. That's their own fault. That's your fault if you're offended. Yeah. Yeah. Ha ha. <laughs> I know it was pretty gruesome. It was great. I loved but, it. But, you know. I think I do remember that story from somewhere, specifically the eye gouging out part. Mm-hmm. But New thought we should be the Pepin sisters for Halloween this year. Oh. That'd be fun. That would be pretty cool. The maid we costumes. We could have fake eyeballs, like holding fake eyeballs yes. in a pewter pot. Yes. Um, I'm in. That sounds One great. of them. Oh, Christine has a unibrow. So have fun Oh, I'm that. down. <laughs> I'm so ready. She's like... She looks like Nanny McPhee. Yeah. Oh, I'm <laughs> straight up. I can pull that off for sure. Um. So listen, guys, I'm going to put the sources in the description. Um. There's two particular websites I got this off of. And I'm telling you this because the first one has legit crime scene photos of the bodies. Cool. And it is disgusting. So Sweet. if you're into that kind of thing, have fun. If you're not... Uh, don't click on the link. If That's you're not, all I can say. <laughs> if you're not, don't look at the Instagram pictures that are going to be with it because oh. I'm going to post them on the Instagram Yikes. and the Facebook. I mean, I yeah. posted Ed Gein's 
nipple belt nipple belt and stuff so <laughs> i don't know why i laughed it's terrible well. nipple belt's hilarious are you kidding me that should be my gamer tag it on dmz be. nipple belt that'd be hilarious ed gein's nipple belt <laughs> i don't want to be his nipple belt <laughs> that sounds like it should be a valentine's day card will you be my nipple belt <laughs> <laughs> yeah that right there would i'd be like that's it we're in love. I would make you my nipple belt. Um, <laughs> I'm not saying that I love you, but I would make a couch out of you. So, yeah, we're, we're done, guys. Uh, Quest, do you want to give the finishing remarks? Absolutely. Make sure you're following us on all of our social media so you don't miss any updates, pictures of nipple belts, or, you know, any other pictures for each Bloody episode. Bloody pots. The Facebook page is Tizod Podcast. Instagram is at Tizod Podcast. Please leave us a review on Facebook. It really helps us a lot. Um, leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And feel free to shoot us an email with any comments, questions, or episode suggestions. Tizodpodcast at gmail.com. So, until next time, adios, adios oddballs. Balls.